there seemed to be a lot more duck sacks than I thought. Duck stack 46, sales pitching. Some tones crack bridges. These tones crack pyramid scheme cognitive awareness. If a duck stack falls in the woods, does it make a sound? Today's art is by Stephen Kenny. Gentle ducks and ducklets, mayors one and all, you are wondering why I've asked you here today, as am I. I'm sure you've heard the rumors. The duck stack is switching over to diesel. The duck stack has run out of funding. The duck stack is about to fire all of its readers, past and future. Well, let me put these worries to rest. They are all true. You are all fired. With no employees on our payroll, it is the opinion of our duck stack scientists that we will be able to stretch our funding of zero indefinitely. This will be horrible news to duck stack enemies, among which, after filing for unemployment, you may find yourself numbered. This is regrettable, but what are you going to do, sue us? We don't have any money. Cut our electricity? We run on diesel punks. Come and get us. Section. Simple seductions. Just nothing in the air. There seems to be a fair degree of buzz over hierarchies, communism, and Christianity this week, and I thought it'd be only appropriate that I add my own contribution to the discussion in a long-form Substack article. I am not going to do that. Instead, I am going to talk about the cult classic online culture sensation of simping. Simping is, simply put, sucking up to women online. I've written before about the phenomenon of the e-girl, and I've written before about the dynamics of how anonymity changes dynamics online, but these dynamics are complicated much further by romance, which, online, will be unrequited, say, 99% of the time. Online culture has developed the term simp to help bully or regulate these relationships and their influence on communities. You might ask, what's wrong with sucking up to women online? And the answer is that online is not real life. It usually goes something like this. An e-girl posts a provocative selfie of herself, and some poor dude forgets that she isn't real, and decides that he will have a good chance of establishing romance with her if he calls her beautiful in the comments of every single thing she ever posts for the next, say, year, estimating conservatively. When you've got a community going on around some hobby, this is annoying and distracting to members of the community, but it's also incredibly degrading to the dude. Why does no one ever think of the dudes? How do you build self-respect in someone like this? When a man is involved with a woman, he installs a very normal priority set. He wants to protect her and share things with her and give her gifts, among many other things. These are special things a man gives to his woman as part of his part in being in the relationship. But if these urges attach to an e-girl, there's nothing reciprocal being given. She isn't actually establishing any of the sort of a relationship with him. They aren't dating. They aren't even going to date. If she actively leads him along, that puts her in a different class. There are words for a woman who falsely and intentionally leads many men along at once. Anyway, a man needs to learn discernment. And part of this is learning to rein in his target selection for these sorts of impulses. If a dude buys every single girl flowers, or whatever equivalent in his love language is, it doesn't mean as much for him to buy his girlfriend flowers also. This is immature masculine behavior, in the most clinical sense. Most guys around puberty learn about their pair bonding impulses and eventually learn to rein them in. It helps that this sort of behavior is usually extremely creepy in real life. But the internet isn't real life. On the internet, if you make a girl uncomfortable, she'd have to go extremely far out of her way to communicate this to you. 
Most often, she'll scroll on by, but the poor guy never got any signals to back off. So, his affections continue and continue escalating, and in his mind, he's got a real relationship with this woman. He spends so much time with her, he has so many conversations with her, and since she started the conversations, not with him, of course, he doesn't even realize it ha- it's one-sided. The e-girl, by allowing the simp's behavior, is enabling some deeply incorrect ideas about how to be polite to women, and these ideas will fester until one day he finally crosses the line. At that point, when he finally gets pushed away, he doesn't assume his rules were wrong, they've been fine for so long after all. Instead, he feels betrayed and becomes offended and misogynistic and jaded and often chews her out. After all I did for you. And these stories are always insane to read because obviously to the rest of us that the woman was uncomfortable the whole time. But the guy never heard that. This is why women should never post pictures of themselves online. Now, there's the community perspective as well. Don't feed the trolls, don't enable the e-girls. This is where the bullying as a form of social regulation comes in. If the e-girl isn't going to patrol this guy, we of the community have to usually by calling him a simp and thus socially ostracizing him. As I wrote, e-girls are kind of a parasitic on communities because they aren't really there for the hobby at all. What if the community tries to ask the e-girl to post less pictures of herself? What do you think will happen? I will tell you what happens. Her dozens of orbiting simps rush to her defense, validating her, encouraging her, causing her to resist correction. And then she proceeds to dox and backstab every member of the entire community and get a whole bunch of reporters to write slanderous articles about everyone who's mean to her and ruin their reputations to the maximum degree she can. Do you think I'm being hyperbolic? I'm describing six separate events I watched in the last year alone. The reason is because when attention is your main reason for being someplace, as it is with many e-girls, then there's really no point to you keeping loyalty if someone else outbids in that currency. If attention is your main objective, then normal people principles like don't cause drama not only fall to the wayside, but they're actively counterproductive to your incentives. Attention isn't bad, of course, but why you are at a place reliably predicts how you will act there. This is why internet communities work hard to regulate these things on a cultural level, in ways that they may appear odd to outsiders. It is community members taking responsibility for the boundaries that make their community enjoyable. Section. History. Every day I wake up to concussions as the littlest one plays bongos on my forehead. 1. The little one comes to a shocking realization. I'm acting like a superhero, but I'm not. I'm me. Two. I don't like the mud. I don't like drinking it. What? Three. The little one came to a small stop in the lawn and hopped down. Oh, I guess I'm a froggy now, he thought, and proceeded to get down on all fours and hop and hop and hop, instead of getting in the car to go shopping. Five. Yeah, five. I hate wind. Oh, yeah? Uh-huh. Because it blows people away. I've been warned. Six. When his toys eat food, they make noises. But it isn't chewing noises. It's yum, 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 yum. Seven. Mama to the little one as he shoved his fingers in her mouth. Why are your fingers in my mouth? Because they're yummy fingers. Oh. Eight. It's getting dark. That means it's almost Halloween. I don't think he can keep track of five separate minutes at a time, let alone the yearly holiday rotation. So, welcome to Halloween, everybody. Nine. 
He really wanted to go see dinosaurs at the Dinosaur Museum, but we're worried he has some fundamental misunderstandings, because he seems to be under the impression they're going to let him ride them. 10. I left briefly to get some water, and apparently the whole time I was out, the little one was frantic. He's not coming back! He's gone! Papa's not coming back! But the second I opened the door, he was very smug. I knew Papa was coming back. I feel he is very close to omniscience if he keeps this level of historical revisionism up. The end of the duck sack.